0: Have you ever wished you had been taught how to study the Bible in depth? Because that is exactly what our partners, Chasing Sacred, are all about. Creating resources for studying the Bible that meet practical needs while also maintaining strong biblical literacy. The way they structure their studies are so purposeful, and they help readers understand the historical and cultural context, which is so important. They actually just came out with a new study on the book of Ephesians, You Do Not Want to Miss It. Just don't forget to put code ABIDINGFREE for a 20% discount on any of their products. Click their link in our show notes and learn more about them at ChasingSacred.com.
1: Life can be messy and hard, but one of the things God has promised to give us is freedom— freedom deep in our hearts that is not dependent on the ever-changing waves of circumstances, but set on the steadfast promises of God. This freedom gives us a secure identity, even with a broken past. It helps us have joy in parenting, even when we are completely exhausted. This freedom gives us love for our spouses, even when they are unlovable, and it can give us purpose in our careers, even if it's not the one we want.
0: But I feel stuck sometimes, don't you? What does it really mean that Christ has set us free? That's why we're here. Welcome to the Abiding Free podcast with Kristen and Shannon. We invite you to walk on this bumpy but beautiful journey toward freedom as we learn to abide in Him. Get ready for tears and laughter and everything in between, because this podcast is about living from the truth that, yes, it was for freedom that Christ has set you free.
1: Shannon and Kristen here. Welcome back to the Abiding Free Podcast.
0: And today we are, I am really excited <laughs> because I don't know if you have caught this episode yet, but in season three, episode 48, we had an episode called Divine Interruptions where Kristen shared yes. with us just some amazing God moments mm. um, that God used her basically. And so I am excited to hear mm. some more of these uh, and I love the term
1: divine yeah. interruptions. Thanks, Shannon. Yeah. And just as a brief summary, like, what is that? And what does that mean? If, if um, you, you know, maybe you did listen to the episode and you can't really remember, but what I call these as divine interruptions are opportunities where you have been interrupted by God and used by Him to be His witness, to minister to someone. And this was something I had prayed for in my early 20s when I had heard a woman speak, and she just lived a life of allowing God to interrupt her because this is what Jesus did. We yeah. we brought that up in the last episode that He, a lot of His opportunities in ministry were interruptions in His day and the incredible opportunities. And so what I'm going to share today is some more stories. And my purpose, I want to stay right off the bat. Our purpose today is to stir up adventure to stir up, you know, passion um that you would be open-handed to God using you in very mighty ways. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and um so I'm going to share a few stories and again, I would highly recommend you go back to season 3 episode 48 because I we basically go over why, you know, in more detail like what are these divine interruptions, but what we also do is I share kind of the beginning of this journey. And so some of the stories I'm going to share today, I have one on an airplane ride. I have one where I thought I was going to go to jail (laughs) and I have one in a taxi cab, just everyday moments. So I hope these stories today, I mean, we all love stories, right? So I'm just going to share a few more of, um, the first one I want you to see the need. There is a need out there. You guys in the world, there are people who are waiting for your prayer they are waiting for you to talk to them about God, and and we hold back. And I want to sh- introduce you to this first story, and it's really short. And it's my daughter. Wait, and wait, I. before what? you go, can yes. I say something?
0: Yes. Okay, like I love that you said that because like even how you mentioned at the beginning how we see throughout the New Testament Jesus being yeah. interrupted. Yeah. Like you're so right. Like I, I haven't mm. thought about that a lot, yeah. you know, and it's like mm. I think about so many – and like the stories are just popping in my head. And you yeah. know what's interesting is multiple of the interruptions that happened, the disciples – Push them aside. Whoa. But Jesus yeah. corrected them and said, oh, no. You know, allow the interruption. Yeah, allow the interruption. Oh, that's a good point. You know, so I like, mean, yeah. even just like what you were just saying about being aware of the need, you're yes. like, I think there's like, you're right. Like so many of these times there's like this insecurity, like maybe they don't want to, they, nobody wants that. So to even hear you like affirm to, to everyone listening, like there are people that want you to do this. Like that's encouraging, yeah. one. Yeah. And two, what you said was so encouraging to me is that like, this is what Jesus exemplified for us. So it's, anyway, thanks for that. I'm excited no, to hear your story. Thank you
1: Thank you for, no, that's awesome. I love the way you clarified that. And, uh, yeah. So
0: good. Yeah. And this
1: first story really highlights that. Okay. So my daughter and I were um, in um, downtown Chicago and we got into a taxi cab. And the irony is, you guys, if you did listen to, again to that first episode, I am all through my life, I am constantly praying that God would interrupt me. And, um, but I just happened to be really tired that day, but it, I, I joke and laugh about this because you have to be careful what you model for your kids because they'll want to do it. And then when you're not in the mood, they're going to want to do it. And so we get in this, we've been get we got in a lot of, um, Ubers and taxi cabs while we were staying in downtown Chicago. And every time we got into a taxi or an Uber, my daughter's like, can we ask how we can pray for our taxi dr- cab driver. And I, I was kind of in a season of like almost burnout. So I was, you know, there's grace there. No, we can't. Yeah. No, <laughs> so told, no, okay. no. But I literally, my head was like, I just want to sit in silence. Like I just want to sit in the and And you guys, sometimes that's okay. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's sometimes okay. But of course, like I am like, okay, Lord, like give me the strength. And so it was sweet. We, and I have a lot of stories, even with that time, but this one stands out to me. And so we get in the, in this is taxi. And so my daughter says to our taxicab driver, driver, um, can, can, um, we pray for you. And he was like, uh, like, were you talking before that? A little bit. Yeah. We said, hello. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good question. To kind, of, Yeah. We, we said, hello. How are you? You know, a great weather today, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, those kind of normal season. Then my daughter just like, you know, so cool. and I think through a child, they yeah. receive it even better. Yeah. And, but she's like, you know, h- could we pray for you today? And he like kind of stuttered, like he was kind of like stopped and he goes, I mean, it almost makes you cry. He goes, I moved to Chicago th- 30 years ago to be a taxi cab driver. And he said, I've been here 30 years. I have never in my life never since I've been here in 30 years have had anyone ask me that question. Oh and I, I, like, and then, so then I'm just like almost <sighs> like tearing up and I'm just like, you guys, I was so convicted Wow. and it's not this guilt. It's not this like, Oh, I got a pile on guilt. Mm-hmm. I'm a tear. No, it was like a conviction of, wow. Wow. There are so many hurting people. Like prayer is one thing I love about prayer. It's a great window because it's very universal. Okay. Like, and we do want to talk about Jesus and the things that divide, but, but prayer is like a bridge in yeah. someone's heart often. And you guys, it just, I was so like humbled. And it, again, so what it did is right. It stirred up this passion again of just like, oh my goodness, there are so many people like God is literally waiting for us wow. to step into the work he wants us to do. So that's the first story to just kind of really lay a, Again, I mean, I feel like, again, in that last episode, it really laid the foundation of how it all started. But that one is another one where I'm just like, okay, like there are so many people that need ministering to. And the second one just happened recently. I was on an airplane. And sorry, I have to back up a little bit. On the drive to the airport, I, I pray for this. So I was praying, God, you know who my daughter and I need to sit by today on the airplane. Would you put us by somebody who needs us to minister to them, like would you would could we have that gift? Because it's fun, you guys. Like, and I was just like, Lord, just show us who you want to sit by. So we're walking on the plane, and my daughter's in front of me, and it's a jam packed plane. So I was actually worried we weren't even get to, to sit by each other. It was Southwest, which you don't get to pick your seat. Yeah. Like you're, just, so I'm like, oh great, I'm gonna yeah. have to sit apart from my daughter. There happened to be this like one these two seats next to a woman, and my daughter sits there. And so we sit down and I'm kind of feeling it out. Cause you know, you don't have to be annoying either. Like if they don't want to talk to you. It's okay. You yeah. don't have to like, you know, Force bring out it. the Bible and be like, no, we're going to talk. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have yeah, no boundaries. Yes, yeah. And so it, <laughs> these conversations don't always happen, but, um, I noticed she was like, you know, up for talking and, and cause I was kind of like, Oh, what are you reading? And so we just started talking and, it just naturally, like I didn't force it, but we naturally, um, she saw me, I had my Bible out. And so she started asking about the Bible and she went to church, but she started sharing how she had no idea how to read the Bible. And so she's going, so she's talking about this. So anyway, long story short, we start, we talk for the whole plane flight and I ended up being able to share with her like how to read the Bible, like great ideas for reading the Bible. And you guys, we're getting toward the end of the conversation. And already in my mind, I'm thinking, Lord, this is clearly who you had for us to sit by. You answered 100%. that prayer. And guess what she said, you guys? I didn't even say that. And you know what she says? She goes, wow. She goes, it's almost like I was meant to sit next oh, to you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I, 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 so I told her I was open with her because at that point it was like she was very open to talking about the Bible and and God and 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 she said, um, and I said, well, to tell you the truth, she, I said I I prayed before the the flight and I said, God, you know, um, show me who you want us to sit by. And she's like, well, it's so crazy because she said tomorrow, my church is starting a women's Bible study. I've never done that before, and I was thinking in my mind maybe I should do it. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And so it's like, okay, this, right. And
0: so, um, it it, it brings your heart joy to know that you can be used, you know? Yeah. You know what? I, I, it's just, and God's so gracious because that is also faith building. So it's all just so cyclical, you know, it's like, it's, it's a blessing to you. It's a blessing to the kingdom. It's building up the church. It's, it's helping that woman. Now that woman's going to grow in her faith and then she's going to witness to others. And your faith is like, it's just so multifaceted, Yeah, you know, just that simple act of obedience. And I just like, I just want to highlight a couple of things you said, because sometimes this can be really scary to take these initial steps. And so I think you touched on a couple really tangible things. Like one is that, um, that, that tool of asking someone if there's something you can pray for, for them, which seems like you said, a a bridge, you know, like those words that you can memorize. Like we talk about just having these phrases in your head. Cause when your emotions are scared or nervous, you just have these phrases can I pray for you? Or something yeah, I pray for.
1: I love that. So I think that was
0: really tangible. And then that Thank you it. also, the other tool you said was like you had your Bible out, right? And so that's even another thing yeah. to just be thinking it's, of. It's
1: a, if right. I have my Bible, yes. like just set it out. Such like a prop. I mean, I hate to say it this way, because yeah. it's not, it's much more than a prop, obviously. Yeah, word you do not bring it for that but it reason. Is, but I, I can tell you, it started so many. If you, again, the last episode, yeah. it yeah. started. Half of the conversation right. I brought up was just people, and sometimes they say something offensive. Yeah, but at least they they say, "Like, talk about it, yeah." Right, and so you get to respond. Yeah, on. I just love yeah. it how you're
0: bringing up all these tangible oh, things, yeah. and then the third tangible thing that I heard was that's you, it. you, you, before entering whatever situation you're in, you just ask God to use you. Oh, you know, I mean, that's, that's these are one. all just yeah. like thank really you. tangible things, like mm. to where it's like if this seems overwhelming. to to you. It's like, no, I can do those things. Right.
1: Yeah. I can ask someone if we can pray. I can have my
0: Bible with me and have it out. I can ask God to use me. Wow. It's not
1: over complicated. I'm so glad. Okay. That encourages me because for all you listeners out there, that's that's exactly what I want today. Is this to not be some big dramatic thing? I mean, that's you what know, I feel yeah, like you're I'll encouraging it. us. Oh, I'm thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So this last story is not a story where I actually intentionally prayed for it. But again, if you want to live this life, God is going to keep putting these opportunities in in your life and your heart is tuned to them. So mm-hmm. you're like ready for them. And so this is a story where I thought I was going to go to jail. Um <laughs> And I didn't clearly. I'm talking on the podcast. (laughs) But, um, so about right before COVID, like right before the first lockdown, maybe like six months before it happened, I had been praying in my neighborhood, um, for just opportunities for neighbors. Like I honestly, guys, I didn't know a lot of neighbors and I was kind of bummed by that. Yeah. And it's, you, you all know, I, no matter where you live, it's really hard to talk to neighbors these yeah. days. It's just the culture we live in. And we need the help of the Holy Spirit even yeah. to be able to talk to neighbors. And so I had been praying, um, walking around and praying for my neighborhood for about six to eight months. And I was like, how can I, okay, I want to do something. There still wasn't a lot going on. And I was like, okay, I um, I had talked to one this wise godly woman, um, one of my dear friends, and she suggested, why don't you throw a brunch? And I was like, okay. So I was, going to throw a brunch for like all the women in my neighborhood. Oh,
0: that's And
1: so I went door to door, mailbox to mailbox and put an invitation in every like literally probably 200. No. Oh yeah. 200 invitations. And I was like so pumped because I'd been praying for this and I'm like, okay, this is like totally God is in this. (laughs) Like, you know, you're all like fired up and I would pray for each house as I like put it in. Well, two days later, I get a nasty gram in my mailbox and it's from my mail carrier <gasps> and she's like, have I told you this? No. Story? Okay. She, um, she said, so I, I have this letter from her handwritten note and, um, she said, Mrs. Knave, you may not <gasps> open people's mailboxes. <gasps> oh yeah. Oh my god. You may goodness. not open people's mailboxes. And if there's any money missing <gasps> in people's mailboxes, you are suspect. And I, oh. Repro- oh, and then she goes, I'm reporting you to my supervisor. No. Yeah, dead serious. Oh, yeah. So, you guys, I'm reading this and I just start shaking. Like, I am so upset. And she's like, "You know, I'm reporting." And I'm like, "What oh, does that mean?" And my goodness. okay, the truth is, I, I it didn't even cross my mind. It, it is okay. Technically, it's a federal offense to go in someone's <laughs> mailbox. I didn't even think about yeah, me that. Either. Like, I was and I wasn't even trying necessarily to save money. I was just literally wanting to be personal. Yeah. And oh, and not only that, attached to her handwritten note were 60 of my invitations she had taken (gasps) out of people's mailboxes yeah so okay a little harsh right it's like okay it was true but it's like come on this is a little harsh very harsh this was on a Saturday and I was so upset and I'm like am I gonna go to jail like this is a federal (laughs) offense I tell my husband and like he's sympathetic but then he starts cracking jokes already he's like don't worry sweetie you'll look good in an orange jumpsuit (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I'm "I'm not ready to joke about that yet (laughs) And he's like, we'll save money on our food budget. No. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is not funny yet. So, um, so I was, I couldn't sleep that night. I, I was like almost in tears. My husband and I prayed about it. I was really upset and I was really discouraged. I was yeah. like, Lord, I thought you, you know, I thought you had this for me. Yeah. Well, the point is. We have a plan constructed in our mind of what we think is success, right? And yeah. everything we do, but God has a much greater plan often. Yeah. And the next morning, I had happened to be reading, um, studying through the book of Hebrews. And that morning I was still so upset and I came, but I came across um Hebrews 12, 2, and it says, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. And in that moment, what God did is he convicted me and he was like, Kristen, your eyes are on yourself mm. right now. And he said, I need, I want you to put your eyes on me. And as I did that, as I put my eyes on him, he also shifted my gaze to my mail carrier. Wow! And all of a sudden I was like, maybe this isn't about the brunch. Maybe this is simply about my relationship with my mail carrier. Wow. And so I, you know, I still was like really anxious about it, but I was like, okay, you know, and so I prayed, I'm like, God, please just, you know, I was just praying for our relationship. I was praying that like, I wouldn't go to jail, Yeah. (laughs) but I was praying these things. And so I wrote a note. And I asked for her forgiveness, and I said, basically, said I'm really sorry. Humbled myself. I was like, I'm. There was no malintent. I really apologize. And so Monday morning, or so Sunday night, I put in my mailbox. And the next day, you know, I'm like waiting all day. I'm like, okay, (laughs) looking out the window, knock on the door. Here we go. (laughs) And um, I went out to my mailbox later that day, and there was a note in there, and my note, my note was gone, and there was literally like a a little post-it note, and all it said was. Thank you. We're all good. Oh, that's hilarious. And I was like, I thought I was going to jail. That's it? You know, that's it? Well, the story's not done. So obviously, I was super relieved. I was thankful to God. And I was like, okay, I'm uh, so relieved. Well, a couple of days later, I was with my girlfriend telling her this story. And she says to me, um, she's listening. And she goes, well, Kristen, she's like, are you going to invite her to the brunch? And I was like, you know, I still felt sheepish. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I don't like, think
0: she wants to go. She
1: can't make she it. She can't make think, it.
0: <laughs> pretty sure <laughs> she's totally busy. Yeah, really busy.
1: <laughs> but I knew it was. I knew it was a good idea. And I procrastinated for a week. I didn't invite her, and then. It was on like a Tuesday, I think. And um, I remember just thinking, okay, I want to put an invitation in the mailbox for her. And um, I said, well, I don't want to see her. I still felt like, you know that, yeah, like after you get in trouble, I was like, I don't want to see her. And I'm like, well, she stops in front of my house for like literally like four seconds, yeah, like open, you know, so I'm like, I'm not going to see her. Like, I'm just going to go put it in there. And so I write the invitation. I open my door and she's right there. Oh my goodness. Like not at my door, yeah, like not yeah, my yeah. mailbox. Literally. Um my, and I was like, Lord, thanks a lot. Yeah. So help me out here. I don't want to see her. But no, in my heart, I was like, Okay, I, Lord, I, I get it. So I, I walk up to her and I I'm just gonna call her Judy. I said, Judy, I said it's Kristen name. And she's like, I know who you are. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I said, I just want to again say, I am so sorry. I did not. And she's like, no, 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 We're all good. We're all good. And I was like, okay. And, and she said, and she kind of explained what was really cool. She kind of explained that, you know, Amazon is taking all, a lot of their business oh, in the interesting. US post office and you could see it was out of fear. Yeah. Like she was struggling Yeah, and she did overreact. Yeah. I really think like there was, like, yeah. there was a lot of overreaction and yeah. harshness, but it, it helped me have compassion for that yeah. side. And then, so then I pull, I had the invitation and I said, Hey, Judy, I said, um, also I said, I, I was wondering if you would come to the brunch. She started crying. No, she started crying and she couldn't speak. You guys, she was literally like, uh, oh my, I, I can't believe it. I, she's like, I can't, I can't believe, I can't believe you're, oh, you're
0: inviting me. Oh my You goodness. guys,
1: I, I almost started crying and I, I was like redemption. Yeah. God is always, God is a God of redemption and not just on the cross, but like every situation and not only that, but like, listen, I want God to use my shiny moments yeah. to like where I look really good. <laughs> where I'm like, you know, I just look like an awesome Christian and I'm just like, yeah, like Jesus, <laughs> you know, but man, he, he wants to use our broken, stupid mistakes Yeah where you are breaking a federal law. i just <laughs> kidding. Don't break a federal law. That's okay. That's let they just say. We are not advocating for that. But my point is like, he wants to use our mistakes to point to him too. And he is going to redeem those dumb things that we do. And that, again, that was an interruption I didn't anticipate. And I I really just want to end there. Again, like sometimes like this is, again, this isn't like a well laid out. Usually Shannon and I write, we have points, we have our specific Bible verses we're going through. Today is just a day of story because listen, all of us are in the big story of redemption and all of our individual stories play a part in this. And we are witnesses to this world, to this mm. dark world. And we think like we're so busy and, but like, I want you guys to hear one thing I hope that also stood out to you is these stories, they were the mundane moments. Yeah. I mean, in a taxi ride, at my my mailbox, in on the airplane, like, I think we we get stressed out because we're like, ah, I, don't, I don't have time. Like, oh. I don't even have time to like go on a date with my husband, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, okay. Use the, what are you, where are you? Are you at your workplace? Like, do you have a lunch? Do you have a 10 minute lunch break? And do you, ha- you know, and it's, it doesn't have to be awkward and weird. Like you don't have to shove the Bible in their face. Like, how are you? Mm-hmm. Is there any way I can pray for you? Like, how are you like, what's going on? Let's what's going on and just start there, you know? And so anyway, again, this is just, I'm smiling as I say these words at the end It's just, Hey, like we just want to be a part of right the big story and god has great plans for us and he's ready he's got work for us to do and it's fun
0: so let's dive in you guys let's be brave thank you so much for joining us today if you have a second please share this episode with someone you love also if you could scroll down and rate
1: our podcast and follow us on social media at abiding free this will help us reach more with the message of freedom
0: Yeah, and then just be sure to join us next week for another episode and know we love and are praying for you.